Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. And coming up on today's episode, uh, the war on Christmas. Well, I don't think that's the war we're going to talk about. (laughs) We're we're (laughs) reframing. That's the war... That they, the uh, big they, they are talking about. Yeah, we've got a whole new take on it. Yeah, you guys are going to be super impressed. Mm. Oh yeah, oh, you're going to love it. It's always something new and special. From thank God I'm Atheist. <laughs> oh yeah, we you know we try to bring we've, it. We've we toiled. <laughs> we've worked so hard yeah. to uh, to 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 bring this all. Hey, you know what? Yeah, we uh, yeah, it's going to. And I good. think it shows. I think it's going to be good. I think the, our level of dedication shows. I. <laughs> I agree with you, I guess. Okay. And we'll move on. Uh, well, before we do, though, Dan, should yeah. we bring up Joyride? You want to do it now? Okay. I think we should ha- start off with Okay, it. right up the it's top. Important. Uh, and here's we'll the remind deal. at the end. Here's the deal. Uh, those of you who uh, are... Uh, YouTube subscribers? Sub- subscri- subscri- subscribers to our YouTube channel have seen that there's a thing happening and maybe there was no explanation to it because mm-hmm. a, a video went up um of us uh, a couple weeks ago a couple weeks ago and now we can actually explain to you what that thing is mm-hmm. absolutely uh there's a new app out in the universe just barely launched called joyride yeah um this is right now my understanding is it's only for Android users uh, at the moment, but we are told that it is for all users at some point. We've been promised so that the the iTunes or the that uh, the the iPhone and yeah. iPods and whatnots all of the, the will be able to do this in the future the, soon. The devices, right? I'm putting the i in there. I'm trying to like anyway. Uh, the, the the this will be on all of the things, but for right now, you Android users, I don't know what. Uh, app you're listening to us on currently Mm -hmm. but you feel free to use joyride go and download it Mm -hmm. uh it works with uh android's google play or google Well, that's what they call their store google play okay but it's the the google drive it's the it's the driving thing there's there's a new interface with the drivey car thing there's a car slash drivey thing and i don't know what it is right but Things. this integrates really well with it. Right. So there's a new thing that's coming out in cars. That's a little, that's like future still. Mm-hmm. But what you can do right now is get the uh, the app from the Android store. Now, you what this be, app lets you do. You want to be ahead of the curve, don't you? Right. What this app lets you do is uh, it's it's not just a playing platform, but it's also a fundraising platform. Right. It allows you to seamlessly both listen and offer your generous so support. So you can listen to all of your podcasts on it, uh, mm-hmm. and and you'll. I think everything is there. Pretty much everything's there. Uh, if you really like a show, uh, let's just say for you know, out of the top of my head, as an example, let's say you're listening to our show, mm. this particular program, right. and you uh, and you want to, and you're like, wow, I I really like those guys. <laughs> They're great. Uh, then you might want to. Uh, then you can click on a thing yeah. in the app and uh, and donate to us. Right. Just a monthly thing. You've got a, all sorts of different options right. as, in terms of how much you're going to do. Well, I think you can just pick the amount. 
that right. you want. Now, what we're doing is we're also, it, because it is a fundraising platform, it's set up like some of those other ones that are out there. We won't name names so as to not add confusion. Right. Um, but if you're familiar with some of the other fundraising platforms, there are rewards at different levels and you know recognition that might be given out at different levels. Um, anyways, um, the, the Joyride... Um, look for us on Joyride. Yeah, and uh, and if you'd like to donate go, through that platform, boy, it would be a welcomed thing. You go to uh, is it is it getjoyride.com? Getjoyride.com, and then search for "Thank God I'm Atheist." So go to Get Joyride. Those of you who are listening on an Android device, it's uh, it's it's we are a launch partner with them. They uh, they came to us and asked us to be a launch partner. It would make us look awful good if we had. <laughs> Right, a bunch of listeners. Yeah. If we actually had people doing right. this, yeah. Uh, so we encourage you to do that. Yeah. It would be uh, wonderful. Those yeah. of you listening on non-Android devices, uh, you're off the hook for a little bit. For a minute, but that doesn't mean that you couldn't go on and support at getjoyride.com. True, you can be a supporter there. True, but you can also, if you want to support us, you can also still very much go to our website and click on the support tab. All right. of that's still in play. Yeah, we're still set up on PayPal. Yep. But uh, but yeah, there's there's some there's some rewards set up for you if you go if you and se- if, if you go and do it through Joyride. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, should we get going? Let's let's launch in here. Uh, I've got a story about um, this this takes place in Mesa, Arizona, uh, just south of of us of our border. Mm. Uh, it's uh, mind you, we're in western states, so just south of is is a long distance. <laughs> I have some. Yeah. I had some friends back east who were like planning on coming out here, and they were like, "Hey, my grandma lives in Arizona. That's right next to Utah, right? Can I go visit?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's right next to Utah, but not in the same way that like Virginia and Maryland are next to each other. <laughs> not in the same way that like they're like, not immediately adjacent. In back east, everything is like 15 minutes from everything else, right?" Uh, in the in in the West, it's a yeah mm, okay. You, you Inter- got... Very interesting tangent, Dan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so every, down in Mesa, everyone appreciates that. <laughs> Shut up! I've been traveling. It's on the mind. Uh, Mesa, Arizona's. Uh, it's it's not everybody associates Utah with the Mormons. Mm, that's true. Not everybody knows that uh, it's spilled out into other places. Yeah, I think people are more and more aware of that, mm-hmm. that Mormonism has a way of spilling into other areas. <laughs> that we weren't able to contain it here. <laughs> There's an outbreak. <laughs> it's a global killer. Uh, so there, there, there is a recent uh, court filing, mm. a complaint in a federal court in Arizona that's been, uh, that's been levied by uh, three participants in a, uh, in, the Mesa, in a Mesa, Arizona high school softball team. Okay. Uh, the varsity softball team, according to the complaint, um, three of these girls, three of the girls playing on the team, were penalized for not conducting team prayer in accordance with the directive of their coach, one Mister jo- Joseph Goodman. So, uh, yeah, apparently, it's a very Mormony community, and they they were how were they penalized? Uh, well, they were. Uh, let's see. So they. I'm trying to find the quote here. Uh, oh, and here's another thing, by the way, that it uh, it says they they it ale- the suit alleges that um, 
other girls were monitoring their tweets and their like their Facebook posts, and oh. it, when they said stuff that wasn't good Mormony stuff, they were reporting this to the coaches at the coach's behest. Oh my goodness! Uh, so the spying, yeah, there's there's spying going on. So yeah, the uh, mm. it it's because the coach didn't know how to use Twitter. I mean, what's the deal? <laughs> well, honestly, would you friend that coach? I guess Twitter you can you can is pretty oh out there but uh <laughs> so yeah I mean uh, so uh the school uh according uh the <clears throat> sorry the uh school for its part is um defending its decision to punish a student oh so apparently the girls were playing music that uh offended one of the other girls oh, no. sensibilities include it was just pop music it was some or whatever. Of that nasty horrible pop music right oh, uh, it was that all about that bass song or mm, something right, anyway right, uh right. uh so the you know the plane so they were uh uh, the 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 school has has defended its decision to punish the students were punished um the school has defended the decision uh because their actions endangered team morale and unity is what they were saying oh my goodness yeah uh oh. and their morale and their unity was based on based on being mormon obviously oh. <laughs> i mean why would they not yeah why they why need... can't you just participate uh for the sake of the team yeah you're a, you're not a team player indeed you're, we don't want you on our team right if you can't get with the program and the yeah, pro- i don't i don't care how good you are at what was it volleyball softball softball i don't care softball your underhand pitch is the best in the league but if you can't get to, on board with you, this Joseph Smith crap. If you refuse to just, I mean, just pray with us. Yeah. What good are you to us? <laughs> uh, yeah. You need to pray. The, the team that prays together. Uh, plays together. Or whatever. Hmm? Anyway, the, yeah, the uh, it's unclear what the punishments were. Uh, there, there's a lot that isn't clear from the filings, and, and these are, I think these uh, students are not actually named because they're still in school and they're underage oh yeah sort of thing but but yeah it's a it's that's happening that's a that's a filing in a court so we'll have to see how how it turns out we will definitely have to follow that one yeah all right well um i would uh you know the whole dalai lama the whole one the, the whole the holy the whole his holiness the, his holiness the dalai the lama. entire dalai lama the, <laughs> his wholeness <laughs> his whole his completeness his, the dalai lama yeah. um well um i guess he's going to be in rome um because there uh, there's going to be a summit of uh, nobel Pre- peace prize winners oh sure um in that city mm. uh and uh of course then it raises the question if the dalai lama is in rome is he going to Meet have a pope. chat with the pope sure right like when i would, one would assume when i go to leaders, rome i assume that i'll meet the pope yeah and leaders of international of internet re- right, yeah. reli- the international religious figures you think they'd want to meet yeah right yeah i would when i become an international religious leader now my yeah exactly. I, I will I will want to meet the Pope and the Dalai Lama. You're, are you saying you're not an international <laughs> religious leader? 
I guess I, not. No, no. The Dalai Lama is a, a bit of a political lightning rod. Well, he's so. A, so I'm yeah. going to guess that that's where you're going. He, he's he's he has some political problems, and the Vatican, being not just a religious organization but also a political organization, yeah. Uh, the politics are getting in the way of the religion, <laughs> yeah, and uh, so they are. Uh, uh, they're not going to meet. Oh, because of China. It's always, it's always China these days, isn't well, it? Well, of course it's China. Well, uh, I mean, with the Dalai Lama, that's what it's about, <laughs> is China. But uh, but what's interesting about this whole thing is the Vatican has not had um, political ties with China since 1951. Uh, huh. But they... Official political ties. No. They have no diplomatic ties. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, the the they 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 refuse... Uh, China, I guess, doesn't. I don't actually. I don't know the reasons why, but the Vatican is working to uh, build some diplomatic ties with China, mm. and China uh, often uh, re- they object to uh, meetings of heads of state with the Tibetan. Yeah, you know, with with, with Dalai Lama, with the ousted leader of the Tibetan, of the Tibetan Buddhist movement. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They get kind of pissy about that they do get pissy and you know it's it's not easy it's not difficult to make the chinese pissy and then they get all they they just get butt hurt about it's like the second tenet of (laughs) of uh, communism (laughs) is just get pissy about shit pissiness yeah (laughs) so dan i thought your computer runs on silent uh silence that was that was your computer that wasn't my computer okay it was mine it might have been mine i don't know (laughs) Because we would have heard it through my headphones. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. <laughs> Anywho, uh, I'm so yeah. I guess China and uh, and and the Vatican. I know that there are a lot of Catholics in China. There are some. A, and by a lot, I mean like not not a lot by Chinese population standards, but probably the same amount as a small country somewhere, though. Would be my guess. Uh, Easily outnumbering the Vatican, <laughs> for instance, <laughs> in small countries. Just to pick one out of the blue. <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to move on. There was an interesting article in Vice magazine, oh. uh, the, or it, on Vice.com. I don't know if it was in the magazine. Oh, uh, damn! But it was. It, Please get these things straight. A couple of a couple of astute listeners uh, sent this one in. Um, it's uh, it, apparently there's some good money being made. At uh, mormonboys.com. And now, tell me more. And now mormongirls.com. No, no, no. Tell me about the Mormon boys. Well, it's exactly what you think it is. Okay. Um, uh, a young, are they being good or are they being bad? A young man calling himself LeGrand Wolf, which Vice says is obviously not his real name because Vice <laughs> doesn't know Utah <laughs> at all. That's clearly <laughs> his real name. It, it could not be. I mean, I think actually Vice is saying this is a pseudonym. Oh, okay. But it's not obvious to a Utah that that's not a real name. Right. LeGrand is a pretty common name in Utah. Yeah. Uh, sadly. <laughs> anyway, Brother Wolf uh, was a uh, a Mormon missionary. Uh, went, you know, from Provo, Utah. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know if he's from Provo, Utah. But part of our story takes place in Provo when he uh, went to the missionary training center uh, and realized all the guys were hot. And, and kind of, he had never been a sports guy, so this was his first like 
showering in the communal uh, whatever thing yeah. experience. Oh yeah, and that's when things took interesting turns inside of him. And of course, he tried to stay Mormon and he tried to stay good, but you can't be and you can't be queer on your mission and whatnot. But he was. Oh, and apparently, no. he had. Uh, an assignation with one of his companions oh, on the mission. Sounds scandalous. Uh, and that's when he realized, or maybe that's not when he realized it, but that was the germ yeah. that got him to where he is now, which is a pornographer. <laughs> um, he started <coughs> contemplating at age 19 <laughs> sure. in the showers at the MTC sure. so, about pornography. So apparently, there. I mean, this is this is uh, this is definitely niche porn. But uh, yeah, you're gonna see. Okay, I have what to warn. I have to warn you. You, I, I'm not your dad. Everybody listening out there. So if you, so you're welcome to go to MormonBoysWithAZ.com. Right. Uh, it is explicit. It is all gay porn. Okay. So just, I just want that warning out there. If you it, click, does it involve garments? Yes. Oh, okay. I, I'm not gonna partake it doesn't exclusively involve garments but it involves all like mormon stories <laughs> well wait involves mormon stories well like 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 they reenact like the first vision <laughs> no but that would be brilliant <laughs> that's this see now my... suddenly now now if we need to turn to porn now we've got our niche this is my only begotten son <laughs> hear him <laughs> yeah yeah uh, so uh, from this arose MormonGirls.com. Lesbian which, porn? Uh, so far, it involves only women. There's not been any men interloping into it. Oh. Just sisters. Sisters. Uh, sisters enjoying each other. Learning about their, their bodies oh, and their Oh, how wonderful. Uh, equally all explicit. All captured on film. All captured. Or at least high definition video. Right. <laughs> um, I got to say, as, a Mormon, as an ex-Mormon guy... Like there's, n- you have to understand. There's nothing sexy about Mormon garments. No, the garments are the are the un- not are the are the underwear. There are those though that have that fetish. Sure, and I do not understand that, and I find it really gross. I I don't. I kind of get it. It's not that I have the fetish, but when I went and looked at it, I was like, it's the defiling of something that's supposed to be sacred thing. Yeah, but it just doesn't. If it was sacred and it fit well. <laughs> it would be different. Oh, and I would have no problem with that. And it's that. even worse for the girls because the women have to wear their bra over their their yeah, that's true. their top, and so it's this bizarre thing. But they explore that in these videos. Oh, weird. There's something just clever that's happening in these videos. If you if you are sensitive and you don't want to see explicit things, do not go. Right. But if you're curious, I went and t- took a look at some of both sites. And I, does it cost anything? No, there's a lot of free content. Oh, so uh, oh, wonderful! So off you go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Uh, but yeah, it's oh, if they look like the BYU boys, I'm all over it. Oh, and they do. They find mm. some. They find some cute young fellers mm. and some cute young ladies. Well, the ladies don't interest me at well, all. Well, I'm trying to talk to our listeners, Franklin. <laughs> I'm not just talking to you. Well, I for a moment forgot that we had listeners. <laughs> yes, I, I was contemplating. You were this. a little distracted. I can understand that. I'm sorry. Uh, so yeah, I, I, it's it was bound to happen. It's rule 34 of the internet. Uh, there's if if you can imagine it, it's out there. It exists. Yeah, whatever can happen will happen on the internet. That's Murphy's law of the internet. <laughs> 
Murphy's Mur- Murphy's Interstellar Law of the Internet, because that's not my understanding of actual Murphy's Law, but that's okay. But that, no, uh, Matthew McConaughey said it, so, <laughs> so I'm going with it. It's now Murphy's yeah, actual that's law. That's Murphy's Law. It's, it's the, because McConaughey's Law is, once he says it, it's for real. Oh, well, yeah, that's the McCon- that's McConaughey's law. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, just uh, just thought I'd throw that out into the world that no, that exists. It. That's great. Um, they need to start. Here's where here's where they've really missed some opportunities, though. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is my opinion. Okay, they got all these young, cute people. They need to start doing the uh, older sort of sister so and so and older brother so and so, like the the leaders of the. The ward or the you know the one the relief society president gets relief, together with the elders quorum president no the bishop no the relief society president gets together with the uh, the the return missionary oh some uh, some Mrs Robinson sister Robinson sister stuff. Robinson <laughs> yes you've done it that's our new website look for it coming out produced by TGIA exclusively sisterrobinson.com. cuckoo kachoo. <laughs> Look at you! It's a uh, I I think because I remember I don't know about you, but uh-huh. I remember being in church in uh-huh. sacrament meeting, and you get bored and whatever, and then you look over, you know, down the pew, a couple pews ahead or whatever, and there's sister and or brother so and so, and they're just cute. They just got something going on. <sighs> you start to hear those uh, those nineteen seventies guitar chords coming in. <laughs> That wah pedal starts going crazy. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Okay. Well, I have the... um, I'd like to move on to a story about... um, Well, it's a situation in Missouri. Okay. Uh, They just set a new record. Oh, good. Records are good, right? I like records. Always. There's Um, never been a moment where someone set a record and it's been a bad thing. No, never. Never. It's always a good thing. Uh, Well, Missouri just set one. Uh, and it is, uh, uh, they, they have set uh, the record, uh, they have a new record for the number of executions that they have performed um, in one year. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> isn't that cute? Congratulations, Missouri. Yeah, yeah. That's new milestone. Great. Um, of course, it doesn't even come close to whatever Texas's record is. But um, <laughs> Right. So they now, have, they did 10 uh, in one year. Holy crap. Um, and uh, the most recent one. Uh, which happened just uh, just the other day on uh, Wednesday morning, so it's Friday today, uh, so two days ago. Um, they uh, they they executed a man by the name of Paul Goodwin, mm. um, who uh, was he was convicted of uh, sexually assault, assaulting a sixty three year old widow. Oh my god! Uh, and then killing her with a hammer. In 1998, um, the uh, the governor uh, Jay Nixon refused uh, clemency, uh, referring to the brutality and the senselessness of the crime. Yeah, um, and the daughter of the victim, um, uh, I don't know if she actually did end up uh, attending the execution, but according to the story, she planned on it. Uh, she said that she needs to uh, make sure that, in my own mind, that that man is dead. And uh, now the details about oh goody the mental fitness of Paul Goodwin. Oh no, who uh, clocked in at about 
73 IQ points. Okay. Um, and uh, was declared um, borderline intellectually disabled. Sure. And uh, still 73 is not like 50. No, or you but know, well, he that's has too low. The uh, <clears throat> mental understanding of a thirteen-year-old, or had, I guess right. I should say, right. Um, and uh, and so Missouri uh, went ahead and executed. Went ahead and executed him uh, in potential violation of uh, state and federal law, and of course, Supreme Court hearing or uh, rulings yeah. about how it is uh, illegal to uh execute somebody who is uh, mentally handicapped or quote unquote who retarded. theoretically lacks the mental capacity to be able to understand the consequences of what he did the full crime that they committed yeah and why he's being executed i don't know you know it's uh, we, we've delved into uh the the whole idea of capital punishment before and it's it's a tricky tricky thing to even just talk about Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I, yeah. I mean, this is part of the problem, right? Part of the problem with having a death penalty is that we have to draw lines like yeah, this. Yeah, we have to figure out who it's okay to kill and who is it isn't right. okay to kill. Right, exactly. Like, oh, that's a fun discussion. At what point do we, where, where do we draw these lines? You that know? feels like a civilized <laughs> yeah, exactly. society that's... trying to, oh, isn't that good? We well, don't execute those people. Right, right. If, well, uh, it's it, but it, actually we do. But we do. You look at Texas and this case in Missouri, and there's a long line of <laughs> mentally oh, handicapped people jump into my um, being executed. Yeah. yeah, it's it's. I mean, he did a horrific thing. Yeah. Oh, I don't think anyone or, would would right uh, argue with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What he like? He can't be allowed in normal society. He's clearly, you know. He, it, it's tough to know how to deal with these things. That's just a that's yeah. just an impossible situation. Right. So I'm I'm not going to come down one way or another right now. Yeah, having but, just heard about it. But. Um, I guess uh, I mean we were just talking about this line, and I guess um, states have been allowed to, or, or you know, states set their own bar, right? Mm. Um, but um, just last year, the Supreme Court ruled that a hard cutoff. Um, of seven of a seventy IQ is not constitutional, right? So that they're oh. saying just setting a line is isn't constitutional. Well, yeah, you I can't mean, just use this number. You you have to delve into it. And well, uh, an IQ as a concept is a pretty loose idea. I mean, there's mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know it tests six, I think, testable forms of modes of intelligence, but that sure. doesn't actually tell you. It tells you how well this person does on those six modes of intelligence mm-hmm. uh, as compared to other people. How much does that have to do with your understanding of your the understanding? Crime? Yeah. I mean, like, because you say, you know, that's the equivalent of a 13 year old, but really that's not actually the case. No, 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 no. I, I hope it didn't sound like I was saying I, that 13 year olds have an IQ of 73 on average. No, no, no. What I was saying was. He had a low IQ, and somebody had assessed him to be at th- the right. level of a thirteen-year-old. Right, and, and that may not have been clear. That and the, and, and that's it. not, but that's even at that, it's not an accurate way of talking about it because because you know I because actual intelligence brings in uh, 
experience and all of this stuff. And, it, you know, I there's just no easy way to talk about this. And right. because there's no easy way to, to, to talk about it, there's certainly no easy way to decide if someone's whether it's okay to kill somebody uh, based on it. It's This is just, well, he's gone. I yep. mean, that's kind of, that's that's the nuts and the bolts of it. I I don't know even where to go with that. It's tricky. Hmm. Uh, so you all uh, meditate on that for a bit. Uh, but I'm going to move on, I think, uh, to Canada. Uh, lovely, uh, where what is it? Hamilton, Ontario, uh, oh. Canada. Oh, I love Hamilton. Which I think is just outside of Toronto, but I'm not positive on that one. Anyway, Hamilton is where uh, Peter Wald used to live uh, with his wife, Kaling. Oh. Um, uh, Peter died uh, a while back, oh. uh, n- not too long ago, oh. um, of, of a disease that he and his family were sure that God would uh, would cure him of. Oh. Uh, he did not treat him. He did not get treated. Uh, he had di- oh. diabetes and was suffering from a foot infection. Um, okay. Apparently. Uh, and he, uh, when when neighbors asked, uh, Kaling would say, his wife would say, would just say, she, it was in God's hands now. They were sure. Uh, he believed that God would cure him. Oh, okay. Uh, God didn't. Okay, but God, she, God can be God. God, he's a, he does fic, that. He's a fickle he that. one. That it's, it's interesting how I almost often feel like he doesn't do that, and yet people think he does. It so. feels mysterious. Yeah, uh, the ways that God works to me. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Kaling decided not to let it just end there. Her faith was stronger than that, so oh. she decided he's probably just God's just late. And he'll show up soon. Well, the mir- okay, but the guy's dead. Well, is there not precedent for God to bring <laughs> someone back from the dead? Uh, I, I submit to you, sir, that there is. It's happened. I wouldn't say that it happens all the time. Maybe God is kind of stingy with this one. We, That's what it, I've noticed. It does seem He's like a, there. There are two cases that I can immediately think of. Of people coming back to life. Right, sure. You got your Lazarus. You, and your Jesus. You got your Jesus. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe... Are there others? Are there others? Well, no. Including, uh, but not limited to this guy. She kept him in their home uh, for at least weeks, possibly months. Um, his corpse, not reporting the death to oh, the police or to a uh, coroner, coroner or anything like oh. that. Oh, dear God. So, yeah, when they... Oh. So, apparently, uh, they went to evict her. Because... Uh, why, oh. I, I think she was not being a nice tenant or neighbor or something. She was being a stinky neighbor, probably. I'm sure she was, yeah. and that's when they found the source of the stinky, uh, which was her husband. Good. Her, as yet, uh, unresurrected husband. Uh, she has now been uh, through the court system and been... Oh, what a shame. She was uh she she was charged with um what was she she was charged at first with neglect of duty regarding a dead body and indignity to a body. Uh those charges were dropped and replaced with a single charge of what was it? Uh I, I, it, it, it was it was uh just 
I don't even know what the charge was. Anyway, her Neglect she's of, been of, of do whatever that was for a dead body. That one makes that one I could totally see the neglect of, or the or, or the, the the indignity the, to a the body. indignity to the body. I would have to say, in in her mind, she was there. Was I mean, she wasn't doing anything to the body except for just letting it decompose. Right. She wasn't like, hopefully, she wasn't fondling the body right, or anything right, like or, that. Or yeah doing things doing with things it, the it does seem like filing the body i feel like you have to do things with the body if in order to just be... there <laughs> i don't know that the second one i'm with you, know, you. the I'm first with you. one yeah no she she failed to do something that you need to do when there's a dead body right, in your house right. which is call the authorities and have the dead body removed. yeah <laughs> she uh God. she she was uh she was she got off pretty easy from the no judge, kidding. She uh, she was she received a suspended sentence and an order to get counseling, as well as eighteen months probation. Okay. I feel I feel like you should be. I feel like a court should be able to order you to stop believing stupid things, <laughs> but they can't. <laughs> they can't. There's nothing to they do about that. Um, you can't. So anyway, uh, everybody, stop believing stupid things out there, or you're gonna have a stinky dead corpse in your in your house, and that's that's a fact. That'll just happen to you. <laughs> one will be delivered i'm not telling you how it happens i'm just saying at some point if you start (laughs) believing stupid things you're gonna end up with a a dead body in your in your house absolutely all right well all right um well i uh there's been an interesting development that's uh that's happened (laughs) oh good um in the united states Mm -hmm. that's Um, where our fair land Uh, Um, all interesting things happen here yeah uh, apparently, um, there has been an uptick in the number of Americans who want to separate religious marriage, want to separate out the civil component of a, of religious marriages. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and so what has happened is there's there are now prominent pastors um, who are refusing to sign um, state marriage licenses (laughs) they'll perform the religious half of it but they are not going to 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 uh sign the traditional documents that go along with marriage oh my god that's funny um because of gays right of course it's because of gays that's what it's all about absolutely yeah i think i think that's really okay that's a funny twist yeah the fact fact that they're like uh yeah i'm not gonna sign that yeah which means that they have to go and get married, actually married by an like another officiant, yeah, like some justice of the peace somewhere, right. who will sign the thing. Yeah, I, 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 well, what I find also very interesting about the whole thing is, oh, now they see the value in the separation of church and right, state. Right, exactly. Yeah, now that makes sense to them. Sure, on this issue at least, right? If nothing else, yeah, because uh, you know, queers. <laughs> Third, it's amazing how. How much clarity of mind can 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 come when when gays enter the conversation? Uh, that, we're, we're helping we're helping people understand this issue. Well, I, thank you, Frank. I'm I'm doing my part. Frank, you very much. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that, I mean that's Isn't that amazing though. That's pretty funny. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I what I'd love to be a fly. I'd love to be a fly on the wall of one of those conversations where you know this big pastor has agreed to marry this young couple and they're super stoked about it, and then he goes, "Oh, but I won't be signing your uh, your your paperwork." Right. Oh, really? Why not? 
Well, because I'm trying to separate church marriage and state marriage, and I want them to be two separate entities and blah, blah, blah. Uh, okay, but you're you're marrying us, right? Y- yes. In the eyes In, of the Lord. You'll be uh, married. You'll be married. Uh, you're going to have to get the estate stuff figured out somewhere else. Oh, okay. Is there is there someone here that, that will sign the paperwork? Or, <laughs> But, Dan, you're like approaching this as sort of a rational, liberal couple who's right. just like... Wanting to get That's, married and have this concern, but the the you know the I people wonder, that this this guy is pastoring, yeah, uh, no. The other the, question like, is, yeah, damn right. straight, pastor. Right. So the question becomes: Thanks Does this taking a stand on this? Does this lead to a whole bunch of people who are quote spiritually married, but won't get married with the state? So technically, by the state's definition, they're just living in sin. That would be up to them. Well, no, the state doesn't define sin well that's true but what i'm saying is that by the state's definition they're living together in an unmarried union right well hopefully it's a common law state and those laws will just kick in on (laughs) automatically after a certain period of time yeah Yeah. but um what's interesting is there was also a survey done um uh nearly six in ten americans say marriage should not be defined and regulated by the state oh that's yeah because 59 percent. because there's a big old mess right now big old why Uh, Nearly half say that uh, religious weddings should not be connected to the state's definition and recognition of marriage. Okay. And about a third say clergy should no longer be involved in the state's licensing of marriage. Well, yeah. I I mean, it should be lawyers, really. (laughs) I mean, you're signing a legal document there. Well, um, there's no, I don't think there's any reason to involve Lawyers, unless you've got a, a lot on the line, right? Um, a lot of property to worry about. Indeed. Otherwise, go down to your county, fill out the paperwork, or your state, or your city, whoever whoever the issuing body is, and right. you're where you live, and you're done. Yeah, sign it. You're good. Just sign it. You know, in uh, I know some states. At least I I can think of one state where the law says that you don't even need an officiant. You right. Just sign the paperwork. Yeah. If you want to. And then you're done, yeah. which I think is nice. Yeah, as it should be. I don't know why you would need that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> if you'd like to get involved in this conversation, tell us how you got married or why you won't get married or something. I don't know. Uh, you can chime in. Yeah, please you, do. You can write to us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can leave a voicemail at 424-666-8442. Sure. Uh, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and uh, join up in the Members Only Lounge. Member, uh, that's You just go to Facebook and you type, you, you search TGIA Members Only Lounge and yeah, join that. Absolutely. And of course, the website is www.thankgodimatheist.com. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. Um, this is uh, Brian Fisher. Brian Fisher. Brian he's, Fisher. He's, uh, he's got he's got something to say about rights. Yeah, in oh, America, he sure does. <laughs> Do not forget that these jihadists have no constitutional rights because they're not American citizens, and they have no Geneva Convention rights because they didn't sign the Geneva Convention. That's for people who fight in uniform and actually are signers on the Geneva Convention. So they have absolutely no legal rights that they can claim anywhere. Uh, so whatever treatment we give them, if it's there's any mercy involved in it, they have no right to that. That's simply because we are a merciful people who are driven by Christian principles. Oh. You know, those Christian principles like waterboarding. <laughs> yeah. 
I, yeah. yeah, I there's got no right to mercy. <laughs> they got no right Who to it. Who do these people think they are? Because as we all know, if it's not written down, it's, you don't have that right. It's not a right. It's not a right. Rights must be defined now, legally. Now here's the thing. I am every bit as much, I believe, a international law scholar as Mr. Brian Fisher. So I feel that I can speak uh, fairly authoritatively on this subject. Right. Uh, I think the Geneva Convention, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, but uh, it doesn't apply to the people under the governing bodies. It applies to how the governing bodies have to act to everybody. Yeah, I don't think it's like... If your country signed it or not, you right. have those rights. Or right. Not. Yeah, exactly. Those protections. Oh, shoot. I'm from. Uh, I think it's all those countries who signed it agreed right. to just be. Exactly. Good I'm, I'm from Bhutan, so that doesn't apply to me. None of the Geneva protections apply to me. I'm from a non signatory country, so I yeah. guess you can do whatever you want to me. Right. I don't think that's how it works. That's not how that works. Yeah. That seems a little fishy to me. Fisher. Mr. Fisher. You're fishy, Fisher. Yeah. You're a fishy fisher. Or, yeah. Well, yeah, we, uh, we had some uh, some folks writing in and calling in. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, so I would, I'll just uh, I'll just dive right in. We we can't do all of the emails and stuff. Um, sadly. So, sadly. Uh, so don't, don't be offended ever if we don't use your stuff on the air. Uh, well, I want to thank everybody for writing in. Um, we, Graham wrote to us. Uh, he said, hey, guys, I'd like to start off by saying that I'm a huge fan of the show. That's that's good, because you're writing to us. Yeah, you be, better be. It'd be weird if you were writing to us and you weren't a fan. Well, someone could hate us. <laughs> it's true. Be writing that's to true. us. This isn't hate mail, so that's nice. <laughs> um, I happen to be the guy. Uh, he says, I happen to be the guy that makes the Scalia memes whenever I feel the urge. Well, argle bargle to you. Uh, all jokes aside... <laughs> I have a serious piece of advice to ask. I've been an atheist for about four years now. While I'm happy about uh, living my life without a veil of lies, I have a problem. I'm constantly made angry by any mention or display or, uh, or religion. Uh, this is completely exhausting. I've noticed, that, I've noticed constantly that you two approach this subject with humor and a roundabout sense of positivity. How mm. in the absolute fuck do you accomplish that? <laughs> I do not want to be angry. I actually hate it. I just want to be able to function civilly in a world gone mad. You two actually mm. seem to have a handle on said fevered dream. Please help. Uh, and he gives some background about being a, a you know working uh, in Christian mission work as a, right. as a youth and right. working with drug addicts and being told that if he doesn't minister, if he doesn't spread the word to these drug addicts while he's working with them, then what's the point? Right. And this is part of this fuels his anger and all of that. Sort right, of right, 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 right. Okay. Uh, Graham, thanks for writing in. So how do how do we stay happy? Well, here's the thing, uh, and this is this is for everybody. Um, you really do have to just acknowledge the fact that life is fucked up. Yeah. It's just is. And that and that's I mean there's plenty of really fucked up atheists and there's really fucked up everything. Right. Nothing is geared toward you. Yeah. Well, and I think also coming to terms with the fact that you have absolutely no control. Yeah. Over any of it. Right. No amount of anger. Like like it's seriously just letting the anger go. 
You just, I, I mean, it sound, I'm going to start sound, I hope I don't sound like a, like a some kind of self-helpy crapo thing. Um, but like, let, just let it go. Yeah. Uh, and, and I have to tell you, we get angry. Oh yeah. There's plenty to be angry about, but the idea is that your place in all of this fuck upness mm-hmm. is yours to define. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you don't need to, uh, you, the, if you know, if you get mad every time you see a cross or every time you see a this or a that, you know, mm-hmm. I just came, I just went on a, a couple weekends ago, went out to uh, a little town called Glenwood Springs, Colorado, mm. and it's a beautiful mountain town. And high up on the on the one of the mountain peaks, there's a lit cross that comes out at night. Oh yeah. Oh, and I had the worst experience. We they have these caves that you can explore. Really cool. Uh, you know, stalactites and stalagmites, and you, you know, yeah. you got a person guiding you through and whatever. And you had a bad experience. Well, I Sounds asked. Amazing. I asked the guide how old uh, a pillar was. And so a pillar is where a stalactite has actually met up with a stalagmite, and he had been talking about like how long it takes for these things. Six thousand years. He wouldn't give me a number. What? He literally. So earlier he had said it takes a thousand years. To create one cubic inch of stalactite here, right? Essentially, and it's different in different caves because of different um, mineral content and weather environments right. and that sort of amount thing. of water flowing in, right? So, I just asked, can, "Can you give me a?" And he just he went into this whole hemming and hawing thing about well, different scientists, this and we don't want a that and blah blah blah. And really, was it Jesus did it? I think that they can't. I think that. They just won't say anything beyond six thousand years. So I, was this so? I, was this I'm affiliated just, with the, the the cross thing, or was no? This, it's not affiliated was at it all. A state thing? No, it's not. It's private. private. It's thing. all privately owned. Okay. Uh, I get the sense though that they just won't go there because they don't want to piss off. The, they don't know who you are. The Jesus you should be able freak. to just like check a box when you come in <laughs> right. as to which version, which set of answers <clears throat> you want. Do you right. want truth? Or do you want scientific truth, or do you want, or do you want the the Christian version, the cute Jesus story? <laughs> God done it, all right. That's how long yeah. it took. God well, that, done that, it. That, that's that's fascinating. But Dan. I mean, the whole point is that, like, yeah, all of this shit's gonna happen. It's frustrating and it's annoying and it can be really upsetting sometimes, right? But you still got to live your life. Yeah, and you can't you can't live that way. You can't live that way, and you got to understand that, like. Also, like the march of progress, right? Though you see the pendulum swing forward and then it swings back or whatever, th- things are going much, much better than they were fifty years ago. Oh yeah, hundred years ago, even no, even no ten doubt. years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting better. You yeah. got to take the long view. Yeah, you got to take the long view. But I, you, you have to come to a place where you can accept the world as it is. Yeah. Because it is that way, and that that's yeah, and then and then if you want to make small changes in the world, if you want to work for change, yeah, go out there and do it. Yeah, but happiness is yours to find and to have. Yeah, like there, it shouldn't be. Hopefully, it won't be elusive. Indeed, for you. Um, Indeed, because I mean, yeah, just I for me, it's acceptance. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, hmm. yeah. All uh, right, you want to play a voicemail? I can play a voicemail. Yeah. Awesome. Um, uh, brr, brr, brr. let's do first the clarification okay. um, that, that came in. Okay. Hey, guys, this is Tucker from the Atheist in the Trailer Park podcast. And 
Glenn Beck was not merely a morning zoo crew guy. He was a shock jock, and he got in trouble because he made fun of a woman who had a miscarriage. She was married to a rival DJ in the area and had a miscarriage after years of trying to have a kid, and he thought it would be great to make fun of her on the air. Love the podcast. Toodles. And toodles to you. <laughs> toodles to you, too. Uh, well, th- th- thank you for yeah. adding a little more, more information to the discussion that uh, Adam and I were having last week. Indeed. And we brought up Glenn Beck and, and, and kind of just the, the, the trajectory that his, like the course that his life has, has followed. Mm. And, uh, yeah. and yeah, that's a, that's a wonderful detail. By the way, I should thank Speaks Adam for... Oh yeah, for jumping in for me. That was a uh, that was awful sweet. I was out yeah. of town uh, visiting family, so it was very nice of of Adam to jump in. Yeah, on that. Yeah, thank you, Adam. Uh, I'll read another voice or another email. Whatever the ones that I do are, I'm gonna do one of them. Um, and this one actually, maybe this is too. Maybe this is really related to to the last one that we did, and uh, so I probably shouldn't read them both. But then this is from someone who's young, I think, and just I, read it, Dan. I'll just read it. <clears throat> I can't turn down a young person. I do love my young folks. Um, hi, right, Frank and Dan. <clears throat> Excuse me. First off, let me tell you how much I like your podcast. It's always entertaining, funny, and educational. I well, I'll debate you on the educational, but hopefully the other two. Uh. I was listening to an episode recently where you mentioned how it's difficult to cope with the fact that there isn't an afterlife, and I was really happy I'm not the only one who feels this way. I was raised Mormon and still actively go to church and stuff, but my faith took a huge hit after my grandpa died over the summer, and I haven't been able to get back to where I was. I've always been a bit of a cafeteria Mormon, but I've never completely doubted the existence of God until recently. It's a really scary, painful state of mind. I'll be completely honest, the only thing stopping me from offing myself was belief in the afterlife and now and how committing suicide would make would make me end up in the lowest kingdom uh, in Mormonism, the celestial kingdom. But there were things I strongly believed in that caused me some self-esteem problems in my life. For instance, I believed in the dark skin curse and was constantly angry that I wasn't born white to the point where I tried to bleach my skin with hydro quinone hydroquinone quinone cream uh and other raw chemicals um but now that i doubt the afterlife entirely it makes my life seem really really long and meaningless for instance uh i was adopted and my parents tell me over and over again how god led them to me and how i was placed in my home because of god because god had a plan for me to be raised in his true church but now it doesn't mean anything anymore I'm not special, and my life isn't important. Um, my schooling isn't important to me anymore. Uh, I used to think I, w- I was led by the Spirit uh, to apply at certain col- a certain college and certain and choose a certain major. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night with a sense of dread because I'll never see dead family members again, including all the ancestors I used to avidly research on FamilySearch and Ancestry.com. Since my faith crisis, I've dropped out of college and I have absolutely no idea what to do with my life anymore. Uh, anyway, that's uh, he says, that's my long rambling story about becoming an atheist. Thanks again for your podcast. Isa, uh, I guess, okay. is, is, is the name. Well, I think there's a couple 
things that we need to. There's a lot of things. Uh, there's a lot. There's to a lot to address, there, but, but there's a couple. There, couple very basic, basic things. important things. First of all, um, I would uh, suggest um, seeking out some professional counseling. Please do that. Uh, um, reaching out to us is great. Yeah, but we're just a couple of idiots with microphones. Yeah. Uh, so really consider going to to counseling yeah. just to get you through the grief and to get you through this process. You don't. You know, it's not about anything being broken with you yeah but it's about people who can who uh who are very smart who yeah. can guide you uh through this emotional sort of yeah it sounds like stormy you're dealing, weather yeah you're dealing with some very serious emotional type things a lot of refiguring out your place in the world in the universe in the universe yeah um what is you know like you had an answer to the question of what is the meaning to life and now you don't. And now you don't. And that's disruptive and that's difficult. Um, what's the what's the name of Daryl Ray's project? The Secular Therapy Project. Yeah, look that up. Um, they they list therapists in all from all over the country, but they approach it from a secular perspective. Right. So it's it's so, ther- it's it's completely anonymous and uh, and and therapy. It will help connect you hopefully to a therapist in your area. Yeah. Who is not going to try and proselytize a, a religion to you right exactly uh Which as- is key. aside from that though there are a couple things that i do want to say to you um i know it seems scary but there's actually a great freedom in finding your own meaning in life yeah there's something very beautiful now it's harder work than just mm-hmm. having it fed to you yeah and that's what you're staring down the barrel of is really going inside and figuring out what's meaningful about your life to you yeah but it's all you. Yeah. You get your life now. Right. It's yours. It doesn't belong to anybody else. And uh, and no one can tell you what's important right. uh, to you. So that's a good thing. And I think you can embrace that. And I think that you can also embrace... And I'm not going to tell you to end up atheist. I, it sounds like you're in that path, but you're still going to church and whatever. It's not for me to tell you where you're going to end up. I mean, you're in the middle of a crisis. You've just been through gr- uh, a grieving process. Don't and don't shoot for an end goal. Yeah. Just process yeah. right now. Just get just go through it. Be gentle with yourself. Yeah. Be honest with yourself. You're gonna be okay. The the I mean the this is where, you know, Dan Savage has us make an it gets better uh video. <laughs> right. It, but it does. It does get better. It yeah. gets better. You're gonna yeah. be okay. I promise. Yeah. You, you gotta you gotta make it through the hard stuff. You gotta get, you know, get your machete out and start chopping through the forest yeah but eventually you'll come out and you'll understand yourself a lot better than you ever have before mm-hmm. and you'll have you trust me you'll get a great perspective on things yeah this is a freeing thing it's terrifying uh taking these first few steps because it's so disruptive right it's so disruptive to how you like just everything that you knew about the universe is different right than what you thought and you feel like you're stepping into a giant void yeah it's, it's like you're jumping down the rabbit hole you have no idea what's down there right it's not like that yeah you'll find that it's freeing and it's joyful and it's easy there's an ease to it mm-hmm. once you get to that point so yeah. just uh just take it I easy was... don't oversell the easy <laughs> oh well uh, yeah yeah don't oversell that's, it. A, that's a good point i, I don't mean to to imply that that there's not a lot of hard work involved, right? But anyways, but there's a there's a nice feeling. Yeah, there's a nice easy feeling. Anyway, um, 
Uh, I hope that's helpful, but yeah. but do seek some uh, some some one on one attention from someone who's who's smart and, and qualified yeah. to talk to. You. Um, well, I have another voicemail. Great. And uh, this is from a listener who dared ask the question of what is the value of a soul? <laughs> what? Hey, Frank and Dan, it's Cody from Austin. Um, years ago, when I was in a social studies class in college, there was a girl droning on about her missionary work in some some foreign country. And it got me to thinking, because uh, she said that they went there to, to help convert people and save their souls. And I asked her, how many did she save or how many did she convert? Her and the teacher looked at me like that was the weirdest damn question I could have asked. But in my mind, I was thinking how much money it took to get her over there for room and board and and travel expenses versus how many souls she would save. So it was a like an economical question. Like, is it worth the church's time sending her over there if she's only converting one person versus some other guy or girl who's converting like twenty or thirty people? I don't know. Was, I thought it was interesting. Maybe you guys would like it, and uh, I'd like to hear uh, your guys' opinion on it. All right, take care, guys. Bye. <laughs> oh my god that's kind of amazing i i do like the uh the kind of the the economic equation uh to figure out if it's worth sending sending out a missionary oh yeah well that's brilliant yeah uh because uh because yeah they may be being quite foolhardy mm. to- I, uh, I would have to say though that economics is is clearly an invention of man <laughs> <laughs> and uh, therefore has no place in determining uh, uh, the, the, the value of one's soul. You I, did I, get I, me on know, that one. I, 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 I don't think that, 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 the, that the, a Christian, considering whether one, like all, all that work, all that money, all that effort, and all they got was one person to, yeah. to accept Jesus, they feel so good about it. But I will tell you this, as a former Mormon missionary, uh-huh. um, going to a place like... Rome on my mission yeah uh it was a little bit of a there was a little bit of a mind fuck when my when my head was still in it <laughs> uh-huh um that uh man you know like i'm only i'm only like potentially gonna like maybe baptize a couple people yeah you got nothing you know and these missionaries they go to brazil and they like they baptize seemingly hundreds yeah you yeah. know you you if, if you come like, short of 50 you failed like, in Brazil, like, yeah, or in Mexico, yeah. It's just like, oh, all right, oh. I guess, okay. It's so hard. All right. <laughs> so I, I like it. I like it. I think that I think that we we need to start introducing. Also, we need to develop software that each church can run to see like who's selling well, oh, who, yeah. who's out, who's out there doing good in the field, who's maybe not pulling their weight. Oh yeah, yeah, maybe not worth sending out there oh. unless if, you know if they self fund it, fine they can go. But yeah, the church is not going to be paying for you to go to Haiti because no. you're you're just not doing it right. You you had what you had one conversion when we sent you to the Dominican Republic. It's just not Shit. it's just not worth our while. It's not. It's, it's not just, worth God's time. Hey, maybe try around here. Yeah. There are plenty of heathens around here, so yeah. just uh, just stay in this vicinity. Your uh, your conversion dollar. 
your uh right your, your, exactly your your what would it be your cost per conversion right right would uh it's too low it's it yeah but or it matches up much more with doing a domestic mission trip yes indeed rather than a foreign mission trip we'll buy you a lunch uh for every day that you go out there <laughs> here's a coupon for subway yeah exactly uh all right i'm gonna move on um uh hi frank and dan i am a longtime atheist and first time writer inner Oh. Uh, I wanted to start by saying that I love listening to you guys. You are hilarious, causing frequent in- frequent incidents of me walking down the street with my headphones on, laughing out loud, and Yay. looking like a crazy person. That's what we're here well, for. Well, we shoot for crazy people. That's what we go for. <laughs> oh, she said, and uh, and you have very sexy voices. Oh. Well, thank you. Mm. I like that our impulses, both of us, our impulse is to change our voice. To sound more like Adam. <laughs> to sound more like Adam. <laughs> right. We both, we're both oh, like, hey. well, uh, yeah, thank, thank you. <laughs> apparently, we're, we, apparently we don't believe you that we have sexy voices <laughs> so and we have to alter we them. We must make them deeper. <laughs> anyway, uh, I was wondering how you guys feel about agnosticism. I notice that you rarely mention it on the show, even though I see agnosticism as a category of atheism, since it is isn't theistic. I tend to have very little patience for it. Oh. Uh, I can uh, I can feel the eye rolling coming on. It seems like a cop out belief system to me. I'm like, pick a side, people. You know which one is right. Uh, perhaps that's not totally fair to agnostics. Maybe some of them are taking an important step toward atheism away from whatever religion they came from. But at the same time, my skin starts to crawl when people even use the term uh, higher power or spiritual. So I guess my... Interesting. So, uh, yeah, she says, uh, thanks for all the great laughs. And that's Lauren. Uh, I think... Here's here's my take. It's been a while since we've defined our terms. uh, Because we have a sort of semi-official way well, that we think about this. There's a way that you think about it. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I have defined the official TGIA definition. Well, here's the deal. You're about to go down the road with a definition that I really don't have much of an argument against, except to say that there's a popular understanding of the two words. And, um, right. and, 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 and she's definitely asking about that popular understanding. Right, I was gonna, I was gonna get to there. Okay, we're gonna get to there. So, uh, but uh, as far as we're, as far as I'm concerned, definition-wise, mm-hmm. atheism, uh, it, the meaning of the of the root word theism or theos from the Greek meaning God, a meaning without. So, atheism is just without a belief in a God. So, anyone in my book who doesn't have a specific belief in a specific God mm-hmm. or gods is atheist is without theism, right. is an atheist. Right. Uh, agnosticism doesn't even answer the same question. Right. It's not a question of what you do believe or don't believe. Agnosticism is whether you think it's possible to actually know. Right. Gnosticism, you know, from Gnostic meaning think right. or know. Right. So if you're agnostic, you believe that you can't know one way or the other for sure uh, whether or not there is a God. Those are two totally different questions. Right. Um. My personal belief is that every honest human on the planet, if they understand what the word agnostic actually means, is an agnostic. Right. Every honest person, with the possible exception of like Joseph Smith, who who claims to have met God, uh-huh. so he knew. Right. Uh, or with the exception of like you know David Silverman. <laughs> <laughs> Who I don't know I don't, I don't know if he feels that he's a fully gnostic I don't know uh, I just 
atheist. I doubt that he's he is. Pr- he's, yeah, he's pretty. Around. He's 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 a firebrand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I don't know that I I I don't I don't personally know any atheists who make a completely positive assertion that they know that there's no God for sure. Because there's always well, you, that little bit of thing. Something. Well, there's the whole thing of not being able to prove a negative, so you can't. Right. Yeah, you, you can't, can't. know. You can't. That there is no God. You just can't. You can be really, really sure. That doesn't mean you have to put uh, God. The possibility of there being a God on the same footing with the possibility of there not being a God. Right. Uh, you can believe. You can believe that it is way more likely that there's no God. Than, than that there is a God, and that's right. where most of us stand. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're getting. Uh, I just we just need to sort of get through this every now and then, yeah. uh, just just so that everybody knows what we're talking about here. But you're right that there's a common understanding of the word agnostic that just says, "Well, I just don't know one way or the other," and I don't, you know, and you I'm not. I'm not going to take a side, and it's kind of it's it's viewed as a wishy washy version of right. of atheism, and it often feels like the first step that people are willing to take when, sure. when defining who they are is they're leaving religion and sort of having a religious mind um, or a believing mind. They they're willing first to say agnostic. Right. And I, and I, and, and it's I, a way so I, them... want, I, 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 I love that there's an easy way in, mm-hmm. but they don't have to go, you know, fully, you know, accept that really tough and difficult word because, you know, atheist is still a little scary Athe- as a this, word. There's the other problem. So we've got one word that feels wishy-washy and another word that in popular understanding feels like Satan. Yeah. Like and strident. It, it's and been totally demonized. Right, exactly. And, and I and associated and with angry right, and mean and, uh-huh. and all of these sort of yeah. things that that. You know, there are plenty of atheists that are like that. But, yeah. I mean, that's the association, right? So, of course, people don't want to jump to, hey, I'm going to associate with those guys. I did. Yeah, I know. I did, too. <laughs> I it, don't know how or I, why. Well, I mean, as for a me, student at BYU. And you're just like, oh. Oh, well, you know what? I'm an atheist. Yeah. Damn. And start telling people. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, I I just, as soon as it became the accurate descriptor for me i mm-hmm. just adopted it but not but there's an emotional element to this and i totally get that and so uh I, i'm pretty easy on people that say that they're agnostic although frequently when someone tells me that they're agnostic what i'll say is i'll bet i could convince you that you're an atheist oh damn because then i just go into the definitions and i just say look if you, it's i'm not trying to pigeonhole you i'm not trying to make you say it but if you don't have a specific belief in a specific god Guess what? <laughs> anyway, uh, but oh, but damn. you know what? People are, as we've heard, people are going through some shit. Yeah, you got to be gentle with them. If yeah. they need to say they're agnostic, fine, you're agnostic. Give them a, I don't fine. care. Who cares? It's not. It doesn't no hurt you. Deal. Uh, anyway, uh, do we have any more? That's all the voicemail. That's right? all the voicemails. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. I we do have some donors that I would very much like to thank. Oh, okay. Uh, I, Alex uh, did a one-time donation. All of our donors uh, this week are are one-time donors, which is absolutely uh, fine. Uh, we will all. We also like to have subscribers. So the difference being that you know you can do a one-time donation of whatever denomination you amount, you, uh, whatever amount you want. Yeah. Um, or you can do a, you know, a, a recurring payment that just, we, that, you know, you just sign up for it and it just draws it 
sort of directly out of your account or whatever. Once a month. Once a month. Um, so these are all one-time donations. We had one from Alex, uh, David, Misa, who I believe has donated before. She has, yeah. Uh, and and Lauren. So thank all of you uh, very much. If you also want to donate uh, and you weren't listed. Oh, and Rachel, sorry. Also donated. Um, if you want to donate to us uh, and and uh, you have uh, Android app yeah. or an, an Android device, and that's how you listen to us, please go to Joyride, uh, which is at getjoyride.com, or you, you can download you the, the app. Go to the Google Play store and, and just and download, download the app. It's free, obviously, to you. And then uh, and then go ahead and sign up and uh, and 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 sign up to be a contributor. If you if you don't have the Android. Always, you can go to our website, thankgodimatheist.com, and click on the support tab. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, Dan. Yes, sir. Uh, it's tis, tis the season. Here comes Bill O'Reilly. Here comes Bill <laughs> O'Reilly. Right down Anger Lane. Na, 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 na. Uh, it's, 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 it's the time of year when war is 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 all it's, is on everyone's mind it's supposed to be peace on earth <laughs> and a time for peace on earth and goodwill toward men i'm starting to think but, it's supposed to be a time for war <laughs> well according to bill o'reilly it is yeah uh this is the this is of course the time of year when we start to see non-stop uh how how bad uh of people we the atheists are because we're making everybody stop saying merry christmas ah, and we're, we're forcing you know we're we're putting up billboards that are wildly offensive because they say something like, you know, not everybody likes to go to church. And uh, horrible. It's just pointing out a truth. Oh, it's it's just a nightmare. Just it is the worst. And it's a war is what it is. It clearly I don't know how else I would define it. Right? How uh, else would one define it? It's, it's what putting up a billboard. It's, or 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 just asking people to acknowledge that well, there is actually more than one holiday going on and not everybody believes in your holiday. Or saying the words happy holidays right. to someone. Yes. That's an act of war, my friends. War. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you and I talk about this uh, sometimes, and I think you and I have even come out on the show and said that we were declaring war on Christmas and stuff. Yes, down with Christmas. <laughs> Which is so funny because you and I Up love with Christmas. <laughs> we like Christmas. Jesus miss. Put the Jesus back in Jesus miss. Anyway, uh, I here's here's what we were thinking about. Yeah, you guys. Uh, I it's I want to reframe it. I want to reframe this idea because what we as secular people and 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 religious minorities in most of the places mm. where our listeners are, mm-hmm. not all of them, but most, what we are declaring is not a war on Christmas. No, that's we, never what it's been. It's never been that, but we've never really declared what it is that we have, what we are declaring a war on. Right. So I think you and I, I think, I think Thank God I'm Atheist is officially going to declare war on Christian privilege. Mm. There's your war right there. Because uh, yeah. that's what we're up against. Yeah. That's what we're really after. Does it come with an advent calendar? <laughs> yes. Because I want With my little, pieces of chocolate. Little hate chocolates come out <laughs> from e- each day. You get one that's in, you know. Well, what it is is it's not just 
one color of chocolate. It's all the chocolates. <laughs> it's the united colors of, <laughs> of... They're all there. Because it's, you know, you're right. It, it, what, 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 they, uh, what, what they're responding to is a threat on, uh, on their privilege. Right, exactly. Uh, they have enjoyed the ability to dominate society... Uh, here in these United States and many other countries around right. the world for so long. For too long. That it feels totally normal to them. Right. So when you start to take that privilege away from them, right. little tiny bits at a time. Not just, even anything serious. No big deal. You get to still do all your stuff. Right. Just You still get all that crap in all the supermarkets. Right. No one can take any of that away from you. Yeah. All we're asking is, don't make our kids pray with your kids. <laughs> and don't put religious symbols where our kids have to look at them and be confused by them. Right. Where, uh, in the same places, by the way, where you would wildly object to someone else putting their religious symbols. Absolutely. Up. Right. So anywhere that you would feel horrified by someone putting up, let's say, a statue of Baphomet, the, the satanic <laughs> god, or whatever. Right, right. Um, don't put your symbols up there. Right, right. Any of those things, that's all we're asking. Yeah. Uh, easy. It's it's actually pretty easy. Give up a tiny bit of your yeah. your privilege. Yeah. Uh, that's what So we're, that we can all so that we live can, together We can live in peace. Have a nice, harmonious sort yeah. of thing. You want fucking peace on earth and goodwill toward men? Right. Then get your fucking crosses out of where they don't belong. Right, exactly. Get the Jesus first, out first, from where they don't belong. Unnail yourself from the cross you've put yourself on. <laughs> and then remove it from the public square. <laughs> that's the that's where we need to be going. <laughs> this is Indeed. You fucking martyrs. <laughs> Indeed. So uh so when you get out there into the world, uh Dear listener, uh, mm -hmm. start talking about that. That's what we're talking about, right? You know, when when it, when Uncle So and So is like, "Whoa, goddamn, make this bringing up the from from," and he stops using uh, words and starts just mumbling, right? Say, "Oh, there's no war on Christmas. There's a war on Christian privilege, right?" And and the more we use the phrase Christian I would privilege, Christian privilege, saying that to a Christian, they might hear. When you start war on Christian, that's gonna they're 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 gonna get all up in they're gonna in close arms already they're close gonna their shut ear down. Balls. You might want to say religious privilege. Mm. Mm -mm. No? I mean, I think we have to be clear that I mean, I'm saying when country, you're talking to your uncle, a war, right? War on privilege. A how war about, on privilege. How about that? Uh, just and just say. Hey, I don't know what anybody else is. I don't know about those guys who put up the the, the billboard, but uh -huh. I can say that for my for me, all I want is for everyone is for nobody to be privileged over anybody else. Yeah, and for everyone to be treated fairly. Right. That's uh, what this country is all about. That's what this country is supposed to be about. Now, right. now that even that argument, which seems like the easiest <laughs> argument for everybody to accept, even yeah. that argument. Will not fly yeah, with you're right. a lot of Christians. You might as well just go for the Christian privilege then. Yeah, I mean the truth is that a lot of Christians, you know, are you know, and you got guys like Fisher and guys like O'Reilly and guys like uh, Pat Robertson uh -huh. pushing really hard this agenda that 
you know, our country was founded by Christians under right. Christian, uh, you know, which of course all flies in the face of history and right. You you can point that shit out to them. It's not going to make any difference. But the fact of the matter is, it doesn't even matter right. who founded the nation. What matters is who lives here now. Right. Right. I don't care what a fucking what a, what a bunch of you know old rich white men back in the 1700s had to say about just about anything to be honest except that they wrote some pretty decent documents yeah that's fine and if you want by the way but, but if, it can't if be they... held as sacred it no. can't be held as like no the as men... like untouchable the, the people who perfect. wrote that document actually said hey this isn't a perfect document we are including provisions to change it to make it better and to adapt to the times. Right. The as, spirit of the times. As you guys realize that maybe this provision didn't work or maybe that provision needs to be added, go ahead. But it's all fucking sacred. Right. They you touch that damn thing. You suggest to change anything in it. And it's and everybody just goes all You're un American. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. And it's like, no, the American thing is, is to acknowledge the intent of the document. Right. Blah blah blah. But that's a. I mean, that's even a little off of the point. I. I. I mean, I will say this: if anybody throws the intention, the original intent of the founding fathers at you, trust me, you've got more ammunition than they do. <laughs> they think they win. If you do a little research, you'll find out you've got you. You win that one, right? Uh, just tell them to find the word God anywhere in any of those founding documents. Yeah, or whatever. Anyway, um. But yes, I think that that's where we need to be. That's what we need to be talking about. We need to be talking about privilege, uh, which is sort of a, a buzzword right now. Mm. Um, white privilege yeah. is a big problem, obviously, right yeah. now. Not being received by some white people very well. No, the Just problem like is that the people who have Christians. privilege don't want to admit that they have privilege. <laughs> if they admit that they... I mean, and this, I'm, believe me, I'm a straight white guy. I got all kinds of privilege. Yeah, It's nice. If I have to give all of it up, then what? Where would that leave you? Where would that leave me? You're going to be just like everybody else. I refuse. Bullshit. Um, no way. No way. I no like how. my pedestal. I do like it. It's nice. I I like you know Louis C.K. talked about about being like a white guy, and he said, you know what? Our time is going to be ending soon. <laughs> and we're in trouble. We white, we especially straight white guys. Uh, and wasn't part of white privilege, according to Louis C.K., the the ability to travel to any point in time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We can go back to you. You plant you me anywhere in history, and I'm gonna be okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, so so yeah, get out there and uh, and don't be offended if people wish you a merry Christmas. Yeah. Uh, if you want to wish them a happy holidays. Be prepared to say, oh, don't worry, I'm not against Christmas, I'm just against Christian privilege. Mm. And then uh, do a pretty little curtsy and <laughs> move along your way happily. And scurry out. And, and skip out. Skip away. <laughs> I think that that's enough. I think that that's all you need to do. Uh, and with that, I curtsy to you all. Mm. And I skip away. Well, goodbye, Dan. <laughs> If you want to uh, to tell us uh, any stories that you have about the war on Christian privilege or about privilege in general uh, or anything else in the whole wide world, you can write to us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com or you could call and leave a voicemail message at 424-666-8442. Love it when you do that. Uh, you can go to the Facebook page, which, uh, which is... A wonderful thing uh, on Facebook.com slash TGI Atheist or look or search out the 
uh, TGIA members only lounge. Yes, indeed. Our website is www.thankgodimatheist.com. You can go there to donate and read old blog posts. And maybe new ones. There, <laughs> you never ones. know when a new one might <laughs> pop up. It's just it's a crapshoot. Uh, but also, uh, try check out Joyride if you're using Android, everybody. Yeah. And uh, we will see you next week. Bye bye.